Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On The Reviews podcast, if you want to review it. My name is DC, and the goal of this podcast is to bring you a ton of movie news, comic book news, and even some TV news as well. Today is the 89th episode of the podcast that's happening on December 19th, 2018. So, um, this first section of always is thumbs up, thumbs down. I basically give my ideas of what happened in the movie world, give it a thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs all the way in a circle. So the first thing up here is um, pictures from John Wick season three, well chapter three to be honest. Um, so it's the third movie in the John Wick franchise and it looks super, super cool. There's two pictures, one of Halle Berry and John Wick with longer hair of sorts. It looks like he's grown a little older in this picture, I like it. I really like the scruff and the longer hair. And they have two, um, is it German separates? Probably not. Probably Dobermans. I think it might be Dobermans. Those two dogs are there. So basically, um, Entertainment Weekly, they normally have their, like, their first look at all these other movies. So it's kind of cool to see that um, John Wick is part of this whole thing as well. So you have it where he's in the desert with himself and Holly Berry and his two Doberman dogs. Looks very, very cool. Nice little action shot. You can tell that he's going to be going around the world quite easily, which feels very, very, very cool. Then you have another picture of him in like a rainy atmosphere. Not exactly sure where it is. It feels like that might be New York City from the one-way sign. I feel like there's something about it that screams New York City to me. So it's kind of cool to see these both pictures here. I'm quite excited and really want to see what comes about the first trailer when this comes out. Just because... John Wick 1 and 2 have been superb, so seeing the third one come out should be very, very good. I, I saw the, the videos that came out not too long ago where he's actually on a horse, and it seems like they're going um, up to another level with the whole John Wick franchise, and I can't wait to see what they pull out in this third movie. I'm not sure if this is going to be the final one. Um, hopefully it isn't. Hopefully they do continue off or spin off to other things. I know... A potential one could be a Continental movie. Uh, who knows? But for this one, it looks very, very cool. Both these pictures look top-notch. I-, I can't wait to see more. Even just these two pictures alone, it, it definitely whets your whistle and lets you know that, all right, this movie's coming out soon, and you should be very, very excited for it. Because he looks like it looks like he's trying to weather the storm as much as possible. And to see that he still has allies out there... It's something that will help him out in the long run just because all these assassins are coming after him now. And it's it's going to get crazy. I, I want to see exactly how does he counteract all these folks that are trying to kill him, basically. And if he actually survives this whole ordeal. So it'd be kind of cool to see that whole thing. So I give that all thumbs up for me. The next thing I have here is um, pictures from the live action Disney movie Aladdin. Which has uh, Jafar, um, Abu, and also the genie character. So I'm going to start with Jafar and Abu first. So these pictures here, they don't look horrible. Um, Abu looks fine. He's like a regular monkey. He he looks like what regular monkey would be. He looks very, very cool. The CGI looks very, very solid for his character. The thing that I'm not exactly sure on is Jafar. He doesn't look... He doesn't look evil enough. I feel like he's too too handsome. It's kind of hard to say that. Um, just because with this whole thing, 
It's just every cast member here looks very, very pretty of sorts. They don't look like they're from any kind of like desolate place. They all look like they could be from like a GQ magazine or like from Esquire. It, just, it feels kind of weird to see these actors play this kind of role. This, I, I don't know. For some strange reason. And even for Jafar, he looks like he's a, a runway model of sorts. He doesn't look like he's any kind of mysterious character, which... I feel that that's something they should portray. I need something that's like, not really like like Lex Luthor kind of, whereas like in the face of everyone else, he could potentially be very very charming, but you know he's very very evil when it comes down to it. So hopefully when they do like another trailer, it portrays that same thing. But I'm not really too much feeling these pictures so far, just because it it does doesn't do anything for me so far and. It feels like they should have done a few different things for me, but I understand why they're doing this kind of route. I understand, you know, you need to bring, you know, um, butts to seats, so you have to make it look very shiny and brand new of sorts. So that that's pretty fun. The one picture I'm not exactly, well, two two pictures I'm not sure about, is the ones with um, Will Smith as the genie. So there's a cover where it has um, all three of them on it, and I don't know. Um, Jasmine looks fine. Aladdin looks fine. Um, they both look very model-esque of sorts. And then Will Smith's genie, he feels out of place. I'm not going to lie. He, he feels super out of place. I kind of wish they did like a CGI-like figure of him to hide him a little bit more. Just because he's a genie. And when I think about the genie, I don't think about a humanoid version of him. Like Maybe like for the first like two minutes or so, just because... He's trying to figure out if Aladdin is actually a good character. But when you see his character in these other pictures, you, you see that he's going to actually be like his face, live action kind of thing, which I'm, I'm sorry. It, just, it doesn't look good to me. I'm not going to lie. That's, I know Will Smith to do a great kind of thing when he puts this role together, just based off of what he's mentioned so far in his um, his talks with all the press um, agents and basically. and he mentioned that his uh, iteration of this character would be more of like a egotistical kind of um, genie. That's like a mix between Fresh Prince and a little bit of Robin Williams, which isn't bad. And then also a little bit of his 90s characters, which isn't horrible. I, I would like to see something different, of course. I know the the um, Broadway play one actually kind of separates himself from the Robin Williams character. He, he's totally different. And he looks he looks quite different as well. This this here just feels like Will Smith is playing a character that doesn't look that good. And so so far, it's not a good vibe for me. It's just, he looks kind of weird-like of sorts. And he looks like he's... He looks like he's out of out of place for a little bit. Um, it, just, it just feels like he's Will Smith playing this character instead of saying... He's the genie of sorts. So I want to see exactly what comes about with the first trailer. And hopefully when I see that and when I hear his role and when I see him do his thing that I don't think too much of Will Smith and I just go past it and say, all right, this is something else. This is something different. And it wouldn't bother me as much. But for me, um, basically Jafar and the Boo picture, I give that thumbs middle. And I give the Will Smith one as a genie, a three-quarters way down, unfortunately. So that averaged out to, like, a semi-middle for it all together. It is one of those things where 
I know Will Smith is a great actor, just that I don't like him in this um, picture here. This, the, based on the pictures, I can't do it. For me, it's not my kind of cup of tea with his character in, in general. So the next thing I have here is a couple of trailers, to be honest. Um, there's quite a few trailers. So the first trailer is the Hellboy trailer. Um, trailer. So I get this one a thumbs middle. When it comes down to it, when I was watching the trail itself... I think it's because I had too much of the Ron Perlman Hellboy in my mind. So as I'm watching this trailer, I'm just constantly comparing it to the Ron Perlman version of Hellboy, which is not right in its own kind of thing. Because I know David Harbour is a great actor, and the fact that they're trying to do something different is something good for it all. Just that I kept on thinking about Ron Perlman. I kept on thinking about what he's done for the character. And I kept on trying to refer it back to that same character in general, which I think is what's going to um, bring about the the worst parts of this whole thing. So for me, I watched it again a couple of times, actually, and it's starting to grow me just a little bit more. It, it feels like, it feels like a, a different vibe than the Ron Perlman version, which is what you should do, what you you really need to do. Because if you remind folks of the Ron Perlman version, then you're going to have a a, a, a kind of audience that's going to really think about that one instead of your movie itself. And you kind of want to separate yourself from the whole um, Gilmore de Toro kind of um, Hellboy series itself. So based on those apps, those things alone, I give it a thumbs middle. It would have got higher if I did love the trailer more, but I felt like the trailer wasn't horrible, but it wasn't the greatest. It, it, it's like the first trailer, so I gotta wait for the second trailer to see exactly what the story is about and what to continue on with from it. it just, for the vibe, it still felt a little weird because my thought still is Hellboy is gonna be very, very strong and masculine, but for this one, it felt like he was more. He's more cartoony of sorts, which it, it threw me off. I'll be honest. It, it really threw me off. But I can admit that after watching like three or four more times, my thought process on it increases a little bit. So hopefully with like another trailer, I might think like, all right, this is going to be not too bad. And it, it might do quite well in the box office. So who knows? The next one I have here is um, where did um, you go Bernadette? This movie looks pretty interesting. I'm not going to lie. I, I saw the trailer and it reminded me of not really Gone Girl. It's another one with, um, with, um, who's it again? Anna, um, Anna Kendrick. I'm trying to remember the name of the movie off the top of my head. It's the one where she's trying to figure out where a friend went, a perfect friend. A Simple Favor, yes. A Simple Favor is the movie. So, it reminds me of A Simple Favor mixed with Gone Girl. So, when I'm thinking about seeing this trailer and I'm thinking about what could happen, I'm intrigued and I really want to see what transpires to make her disappear. Because the Bernadette character seems like a supermom and then she disappears out of nowhere. So, I kind of want to see what happens from... The point she disappears, and then the point where she reappears. Hopefully, she does reappear. If she doesn't, then that sucks. Um, and hopefully, they show exactly what happened 
right from her perspective of how she disappeared. I will see that as well. It would be kind of cool to see what exactly um, transpired from point A to point B. So for me, that one's a thumbs up just because the, the trailer looks amazing. It does exactly what you're supposed to do. It's supposed to bring in folks and make them want to see your movie. So just on that alone, I'm interested to see this movie. I can't wait to see another trailer for it. I can't wait to see what exactly is going to happen with the whole thing. So the next trailer I have here is another character trailer from The Secret Life of Pets. So it's going from the Snowballs character. So that's the character that's being voiced by um, Kevin Hart. And it's the little bunny character. And truth be told, all these character trailers are superb. They're doing exactly what's supposed to be done. It's making you want to see this movie more and more and more. The Snowballs character is is better portrayed now. I can be honest, his voice is starting to match up with the bunny again. Because in the first one... The voice and the bunny were slightly off from each other. You could tell when you look at the the bunny's mouth, it's just off and the, it didn't line up properly. But for this one, they, they line up a lot better. And it looks very, very, very clean for the most part. So you see what happens when he gets domesticated. He becomes a superhero of sorts. It's, it's funny to see all that transfer on the screen. So I'm kind of excited to see what comes about this whole thing. The Secret Life of Pets... 2 looks superbly great and I, I can't wait to see what exactly is gonna make these um animals again go on their little you know adventure of sorts um i'm not sure if it's gonna be like one of the the pets get taken away somewhere and they'd have to follow them get them back or if it's gonna be some kind of other way shape or form but i know the first one was pretty solid and it didn't lag it too much for that um kind of movie so this one hopefully it follows suit and keeps on going and makes you want to watch even more of this whole thing. But for me, this trailer did amazing. And that's the reason why I gave it a thumbs up all the way. So the next trailer here is on the Play Playmobil um, movie. So it's kind of weird and kind of strange watching this whole trailer. So if you don't remember, there used to have been um, some, not really dolls. It's like Lego figures of sorts. And this came out when, like, all around the same time Lego did. So you have these Playmobil um, characters that definitely bend just like Legos and do all those kind of things. I think it's like the new age version of Legos. So they had those characters. And they look cool. They didn't look too bad. For me, the whole movie itself seems, well, the whole trailer itself doesn't seem bad. I, I was semi-intrigued but at the same time i was kind of semi-put off because i wasn't really trying to watch that kind of movie it just it, it reminded me too much of legos in a sense just because they went from live action characters to what like honey i struck the kids version of um legos which it, it was kind of weird it, it wasn't exactly what i was expecting at the same time it wasn't something that drew me in perfectly. It was one of those things where I was like, all right, I guess this is fine. Um, I want to see where it goes, I guess. But I'm not exactly sure where they could make things work. Just because the whole Lego scene has been done. And it's been done recently. So to see that they're going to bring Playmobil back and potentially you know, make this movie look better, then I'm up for it, kind of. But at the same time, I know that 
it, it might be a little bit weird for me. It might be something that I might not like at all. So that being said, I gave this one a, a three quarters thumbs up just because the trailer made me semi-intrigued. And the reason why I didn't get a full up is because I'm not sure about the Playmobil um, franchise and how it actually flow. It is if those if it semi drew me in, but semi I didn't want to watch it kind of. So for me, it did a little bit of what it's supposed to do, which it tipped it over from the whole um, three quarters, well, whole halfway point basically. So next time I'm here is a bit of news. So there, there's going to be a Plastic Man movie coming out. I'm not exactly sure when. But DC Studios, or DC Warner Brothers Studios, is actually going to make this movie here. And if you don't know who Plastic Man is, he's basically like um, Mr. Fantastic for the DC Universe. And he kind of like is, has the same powers as Elongated Man. If you know Elongated Man, he's Ralph Dibney, well, Ralph Dibney, 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 yes, from the Flash and Arrow, um, Fashion Arrowverse, well, Arrowverse for the most part. Um, he's from that show as well. And he's from other DC properties too. But they both have very, very similar powers. It's funny because I remember a a Justice League Unlimited episode where they both had to, well, not really both had to. I believe Elongated Man, was Elongated Man went out or Plastic Man? One of them was out doing hero saver stuff and the other one was doing like police control or on crowd control and he was like kind of pissed off because he couldn't join the group just because they had one stretchy guy already and then when that stretchy guy got knocked down he eventually came out and helped out too i think it's episode where him or one of them and boosted gold there's out there doing that kind of thing so it's kind of cool to see that there's going to be a plastic man movie coming out I'm not exactly sure when they're going to actually put this thing out, but they're trying to make this thing happen. I feel that this is the best move they could do just because he's has like a, a more of a, a comedic chop of sorts. Plus he looks very, very cool. He reminds me of stretch Armstrong in some way, shape or form. But I, I think that when you come down to it, you need to have it where you form your new DCEU, um, series and franchise well not really franchise universe around better characters so seeing that Plastic Man is one of the things you're trying to go with it could it could make things quite interesting there's many um, things you could add in and and have them help out with with the other Justice League members so for me it is it's just a, a pl- thumbs up all the way just because you need to go for good characters. Some characters might want to stay away from just because they've been done in other iterations. But to see that they're going to do this one, um, I know that the Birds of Prey movie is coming out. I know that there's going to be a Sissam movie that's coming out later on next year. And also, they're trying to do um, more more characters that are not exactly like the Big Seven, but folks will recognize them and say, oh yeah, I kind of know that character. I've seen them like once or twice here and there. So if you have those kind of things, then it'll, it'll spell nothing but greatness for your, well, hopefully greatness. Because, you know, at this point in time, DC is not doing exactly well, but at the same time, it's doing, it's doing better than I hoped based on what was happening a couple years ago. So it, it's definitely the right, 
right direction where they need to go. And it will make for a good universe in the next couple of years. So that's it for thumbs up, thumbs down. Next section I have here is come to theaters. So every week there's a few movies that come out in theaters and I rank them from interested to I'll pass. So if you go on the actual website, you get to click on the links itself and it takes you to each of the trailers. So this week we have four movies coming out in movie theaters. The first one being Second Act, um, also Welcome to Marwin, um, Bumblebee, and Aquaman. So first up, first up is um, Second Act. So this one is one starring um, Jennifer Lopez. And it isn't horrible from what I see in the trailer. It it had me semi-intrigued, but at the same time, I'm not exactly 100% there when it comes to J-Lo movies. So for me, hopefully she does better. Hopefully she's grown as an actress. Hopefully it makes makes sense and not make it to the point where it's just a, a passion project that isn't that good. So it, it looks like it should be fine. But unfortunately, it's it's going against quite a bit of big hitters of this past, of this coming weekend. And it's going to be such a, a great lineup of movies that it might not do well at all. So for, for me... I'll say barely interested just because it does draw me a little bit, but at the same time, I feel like eventually I'm not going to want to watch it. It just, it feels kind of weird just a little bit when it comes down to it. Next movie here I have is Welcome to Marwin. This one is with um, Steve Carell. So that story looks very compelling. I, I wasn't really sure when I watched the first trailer and then I saw the, the, remaining two three trailers and it brought a somewhat of a a um a different viewpoint for me when it came down to this this kind of movie it, it made me respect um Stephen Carell a lot more just because he's able to pull off these kind of roles and make you actually feel and make you actually think about you know the future and state of what's happening around the world right now so Based on the trailers and the fact that Steve Carell is such a great actor, I'll give this one a very, uh, well, semi-interested. Just because it it has my interest a little bit, but the fact that Steve Carell's in it and he's actually leading the whole um, the whole movie scene when it, when it comes down to this whole thing, it, it should be it should be very very good. Um, it, it should be quite entertaining as well. Speaking of entertaining, um, Aquaman. It's coming out as well. Um, Aquaman is definitely an entertaining movie. I got the opportunity to see this movie back like a couple, like like two or three weeks ago at advanced screening, and I can be honest, it's a fun movie. So if you want to enjoy something this coming weekend and have some time to watch a movie, I say go see um, Aquaman. It, it's definitely something that you should put some kind of cash behind, and the more cash that goes into it. That means the more DC movies be able to come out in the future. So definitely go see this movie. Definitely go see what they're coming up with. Um, this one looks very, very good. And it's a very, very solid movie in general. So I give the one a, a quite interested for that one. Um, and last but not least, the Bumblebee movie. I've heard quite a bit of good things from this whole, whole movie itself. I, I wasn't really keen on the last Transformers movie that came out. It, it really wasn't my cup of tea, but I didn't mind seeing it, but you knew that it wasn't the greatest movie in the world. 
but it made quite a bit of money. So I understand why they had to do another one and why even going back to the well again. So this one, it feels like a different vibe. It feels like the Bumblebee character is going to be quite smaller than what he used to be, which is fine by me. When you do the, the semi-source accurate kind of um, property, then sometimes it even helps the the hardcore fans jump on board with the whole thing. And if you make it relatable, then you get the the niche that's needed for both the comic book nerds and then the casual viewer. So for for me, I give this one a thumbs or thumbs up. Uh, I'm quite interested as well, just because it looks very very good. It looks very solid, and it feels like this gonna be quite a bit of fun happening while watching this movie. So um, that's all I have for this episode. Um, you can find us on all social medias, on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, iTunes at Bring On Reviews. You can find us on Twitter at Bring On Reviews. No, the not one. You can use the hashtag Bring On Reviews for any comments, personal reviews, and suggestions you might have. You can even visit the website, which is BringOnReviews.com, for any movie reviews and even this podcast as well. If you love watching TV shows, enjoy watching movies. Therefore, you should definitely put your voice out there and start writing some reviews. If you want to write for reviews for this website, please email me at info at bringonreviews.com and use the subject line, I want to join the review team. Um, besides that, you can also send in any questions and inquiries you might have to that same email address as well. Do find me on social media, on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter at Dwight Ant C. That's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Again, that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Or if you want to email me directly, you can email me at dc at bringonorreviews.com. And we'll catch your reviewers next time.